Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm just Joe, no title. So glad you join me for the Lord's Word of God today. Before we get into the Word, I want to share with you some news I received yesterday. A close friend of mine back in the day when I was going to high school, I was told that he was in bad health, but I didn't have any details. And so I was able to uh, eventually contact his wife and she had just returned from the hospital. And she had shared with me that my friend a few years back had some sort of circulation problem and he had one of his legs amputated. And then she shared with me that on Monday, the opposite leg, they had to cut his foot off. And the next day when they took the wrapping off, they couldn't even get it off. Apparently it was infected. And yesterday they had to cut his other leg off at the thigh. Very sad. And brothers and sisters, we all have to be tested to grow in Christ. There are no exceptions. And everybody has a different cross to bear. And sometimes you think you got it bad, but there's always somebody out there that has it worse. But we have to pass the test because everybody does one of two things when they're going through a trial. They either run to God or they run from God. And brothers and sisters, we always have to remember to run to God. Amen? Amen. And so today we're going to look into uh, the Bible, the Word of God, to learn a little bit more about our Lord and just who He is. And so if you brought your Bibles, please turn with me to the book of Exodus, chapter 3. And I'll share this with you. Jesus Christ came to redeem man back to God. Jesus was called son of David as a king. Jesus was son of God by power. Jesus was son of Joseph by flesh. Jesus was begotten by the Holy Ghost, not by having sex with Mary. And Jesus is the second in the Trinity, which is the Godhead. And so now what we're looking at here in Exodus chapter 3 is, as you know, Moses speaks to God. He's on the mountain of God and there's a burning bush. You know the story. So we'll read verse 2. It reads, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of the bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Now that's powerful. And here, God's name or his description is the angel of the Lord. This is our Savior before he comes incarnated in human form to die on a cross for you and me. Now, he goes on to tell Moses that he has seen the cries and tears of the Israelites being slaves in Egypt. And he wants to deliver them and he wants to send Moses to them and tell them that God has seen it and wants to deliver them. And so reading from verse 13, then Moses says to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers had sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? 
What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent you. So brothers and sisters, his name is I am. And he is God Almighty, the one that is, that was, and is to come. Amen. Amen. So turn with me over to Exodus chapter 33. And in verse 11, it reads, So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. How cool is that? That's the Lord. Oh, God Almighty is speaking to Moses face to face as I'm talking to you. Yes. Right? But when Moses wants to see the glory of God, the Father, in verse 18, he says, please show me your glory. In verse 20, and he said, you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and live. So anytime we read in the Bible, in the old text, before Jesus comes incarnated in human form to die on the cross for you and me, he appears many times to look like a man as he's talking to Moses, as a man faces a man and talks to him. Remember, Jacob is wrestling what he thinks is a man. It turns out to be the Lord, God Almighty, and God blesses him and changes his name to Israel. So we got to recognize who is the Lord? Who is I am? I am. Amen? Amen. Because we need to respect him. As my friend has problems, and many of you do, and his wife is going through a horrible time, and his children, and they all need prayer, and they need to pray. And they need to run to God and not from God. Amen? Amen. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. It reads, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and is to come, the Almighty. And verse 18, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys to hell and of death. So who is this? This is Jesus. He was dead and he's alive. And he lives forever. And he died to redeem us back to God. Praise God. Praise Yeshua for dying and being obedient unto death. But he has the keys to death. Nobody dies on this earth unless he allows it to happen. You understand? Nothing happens in this world unless he allows it to happen. Many times he will put a stumbling block in front of us. Something to chasten us. Because he only chastens the ones he loves. Amen? Amen. And so we never should question God. We should never say, why me? We need to look at ourselves. Why me? Why did I have this affliction? What did I do? Not why are you doing this? Do you understand? That's the difference between running to God and from God. 
When you start bad-mouthing God, wrong thing. Because bad things are going to continue to happen to you, and then he'll take you off this planet. We've got to respect God. And it's more than just respect. We have to fear God. I'll show you an example in, in the Old Text. Turn with me to the book of Numbers. Now here, Moses has already delivered the Israelites by the power of God out of Egypt. And they're in the wilderness and they need food and God provides it. He gives them literally angel food. It's called manna. And the dew falls on the ground and then the manna is there and they wake up and all they have to do is collect it. They didn't have to plow, they didn't have to plant. It's there for them to take and eat. And they can bake it and they were baking cakes. But guess what? They complain to God Almighty. They don't respect God. They're not happy with what they have. And they get angry with God because they don't have meat. Yeah. And so reading verse 10, Then Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, everyone at their door of their tent. And the anger of the Lord was greatly aroused. Moses also was displeased. So God decides to give them meat. He's going to send them quail. And he tells Moses to tell them, reading from verse 18b, Therefore the Lord will give you meat and you shall eat. You shall eat not one day, not two days, nor five days, nor 10 days, nor 20 days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you because you have despised the Lord who is among you and you have wept before him saying, why did you ever come and bring us out of Egypt? And now we read verse 33. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. That means a lot of Israelites died that day because they decided to complain, be angry with God Almighty, the one it is, was, and is to come. Don't do it, brothers and sisters. We all must be tested to bring us closer to God. My friend's wife, if she stays faithful to the Lord, she will grow closer and closer to the Lord. And so will my friend, if he runs to God and not from God. Turn with me to Jeremiah, the last book. And last night I was thinking I can't think of anything worse than what's happened to my friend. To have both his legs cut off. And then the Lord reminded me of this passage. It is worse. There's a king called King Zedekiah. And he disrespects God's word. He does not heed to what God tells him to do. And so we'll start reading verse 10. Then the king of Babylon killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. And he killed all the princes of Judah and Riblah. He also put out the eyes of Zedekiah. And the king of Babylon bound him with bronze fetters, took him to Babylon and put him in prison till the day of his death. 
That's worse than what happened to my friend. So don't even think of questioning God, why, why me? And start examining yourself. The scripture says if we examine ourselves, we won't be chastened. Because why? Because we will correct ourselves. God says he will prune the tree because if he doesn't prune the tree and cut off the dead branches, it will die. So we all have to go through trials. We all have to suffer with Christ. Remember, he suffered for our sins, what we did, right? And so we're all going to have a cross to bear and it's all different, but we must carry that cross to the finish line and never put it down and never disrespect God. Because God says, if you blaspheme the Holy Ghost, the word says there's no forgiveness and he will give up on you if you do that. So don't do that, brothers and sisters. One more verse. Turn with me to the book of John chapter 14. This is Jesus talking. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it will be sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? You see, Jesus Christ is the doctrine and foundation of the kingdom as God, man, and mediator. He is the foundation of the covenant of grace, of eternal salvation, of faith, hope, peace, and joy. His proper deity of his eternal sonship of his incarnation, Messiahship, his obedience, suffering, death, and resurrection from the dead, justified by his righteousness and pardoned by his blood and anointment by his sanctification. So brothers and sisters, I am his King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the almighty God, the one who is and was and is to come. We just praise his name no matter what we're going through. Amen. Amen.